0: That's impossible. Hey girl. You look just like your mother. I promise you I am gonna get her back. Genetic power has now been unleashed. We made a terrible mistake. Doomsday clock might be about out of time. If our world's going to survive, what matters is what we do now. I could use your expertise. You coming or what? A baby raptor? I made a promise we would bring her home. You made a promise to a dinosaur? Yeah, why? Everybody hold on to somebody. That can't be right. of the the world has ever seen. Run! See? Not so bad. Welcome, everybody, to a bonus episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I am your host, Brad Jost, and I've seen Jurassic World Dominion, and I wanted to make sure I got my thoughts and feelings out there. Uh, This episode is going to be filled with spoilers. The first portion will have, like, no spoilers, and then uh, I'll give you a clear warning when spoilers do occur, so just be warned. Uh, I did a preamble before I saw the movie, and then I did a full, like, 39 or something minute uh, conversation by myself while I was driving home uh, from the theater. So please uh, enjoy this. Please go have fun out at the theaters. Don't listen to all those critics out there. Man, this movie was so much fun. Spoilers for my thoughts. (laughs) But uh, this is going to be, you know, my reactions and and all that stuff. Not necessarily a review, I guess, but kind of. Um, I I, I really love this movie, and I can't wait for everybody out there to see it. I can't wait to talk about it more in full depth, uh, whether it's on our uh, live streams every Wednesday night or on the podcast itself. And if you want to get your thoughts and feelings in on this movie, please give us a call, 732-825-7763. You can call that voicemail line and leave a message there. Or you could open up the Voice Memo app on your phone and email us uh, a little voice memo. Try to keep them around three minutes long and just send them over to jurassicparkpod at gmail.com, and I will include all of your thoughts and feelings in an upcoming episode, so stay tuned on that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into it. These are my initial thoughts, reactions, preamble, all that good stuff for Jurassic World Dominion. Enjoy. Alright, today is the day that Jurassic World Dominion is going to be right in front of my eyes, up on the big screen. Time has finally come. I can't can't believe it. I feel like it has just been so incredibly long. (laughs) It feels like it has been like 10 years waiting for this movie uh, to come out. I don't know why. I guess just because of that extra year makes this feel so much longer than it should i I don't know um you know i was doing good and when we uh crossed that mark last year and they you know said that hey it's gonna it's gonna come out in another year in 2022 and i was like oh great that'll be awesome gives us another year to talk about this movie to get excited and it it worked out that way for a very long time until like fairly recently i feel like the weight of this this movie being delayed an extra year really started to hit so Here we are. (laughs) We finally made it together and Jurassic World Dominion is here. I am at a train station. I am uh, just sitting in my car for a few. I have to catch a train into New York City. Going to be going to the Lincoln Square uh, AMC Theater to go see Jurassic World Dominion in IMAX. I believe it is like a a true IMAX screen, if I remember correctly, because sometimes AMC doesn't have legit IMAX screens, but I think this one is. Um, I believe this is the same theater that I went to for Fallen Kingdom. I think so. Maybe. I I don't know. I think it is. Um, But um, this is the theater where they are recording the Q&A for the thing that's going to be streaming across all the different theaters. So I'm very excited about that. Got front row seats. So hopefully the crew, you know, is right there in front of us. Colin, Emily, Bryce, um, Dewanda. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, hopefully they'll be right there in front of me. So I'll get to uh, stare into each and every one of their eyes. <laughs> but I am, I'm nervous. I'm feeling nervous. Because, you know, we've seen a lot of reviews. And we've seen a lot of reactions. And, you know, I, I'm nervous for the release of this film. I hope it does well. I really, really hope it does. Um, I hope I enjoy it. I think I feel differently this time going in uh Than I did with Fallen Kingdom. With Fallen Kingdom, I felt like, you know, I I knew a lot of what was gonna happen based off what we saw in trailers and stuff. For this film, I feel like we we know a lot, but it does based off the trailers and everything we've seen. There is a separate half of the story that seems to be missing, and I I don't know where they're gonna take this movie. So I'm really really interested to see what happens. Who knows? Maybe at the end of it, I'll be like, ah, I definitely saw the whole movie. Um, but I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the case this time. Um, but who knows? <laughs> Could be completely wrong. Um, either way, I'm ready to get emotional. I'm ready to go along for the ride. At least the general consensus, I would say, is it seems like fans that have seen it already really enjoy it or are ranking it highly. Um, but it seems like the critics are saying, "Wow, this is just terrible." So, wow. I mean, it's like the 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 gap there is is pretty crazy as far as what people are thinking. So I'm nervous. I'm nervous to see that cast and crew right there and and uh, hear their questions and, and thoughts and answers um, and nervous to see this movie, you know, and get this little pit in my stomach that's just saying like, boy, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. So like I said, I'm going to take a train in. Hopefully, I'll update you in a little bit and uh, hopefully we got a positive review coming your way. We'll see. Yeah. We are finally in the after. <laughs> finally, we have seen Jurassic World Dominion. I know all of its secrets. I know everything that happened in this movie. You're finally in the after. Together, we're here. And we made it. Jurassic World Dominion has happened. Um, so today has been a very long and adventurous day. Uh, I, if you're listening to this right now, and I've, uh, it sounds a little loud. Because I'm driving home, so I am uh, safely driving home here, uh, recording some thoughts as I go home, because haven't had a chance to do anything uh, up until this moment, and I did want to capture some reactions, like, fairly soon after seeing the movie. It's been a few hours since it ended. Uh, what was it? It was, uh, man, it started a little bit later, so I, I ended up going, you know, I probably told you already, but I went to the Q&A in New York City. Uh, right in front of me, we had the chance to sit like right in front of them, literally like a row, two rows away, uh, from Colin Trevorrow, Emily Carmichael, um, DeWanda Wise, Bryce Dallas Howard, and Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, and it was, it was incredible. It was incredible to see them just sitting right there. That was really, really awesome. Uh, I filmed the whole thing, I recorded the whole thing, so please stay tuned for that audio at some point. I'm not sure if it's in this episode or another one. We'll see, uh, because I haven't edited it yet. Uh, But uh, then uh, they packed up all the equipment for streaming it to all of the other theaters around the country. Um, So that was really cool that they just packed that up really quick. I helped them take away some wires from behind the seats <laughs> um, and then we moved over a little bit to some new seats and ended up watching the whole movie uh, it was very it was a little close we were a little close but that's okay um, man here's my reactions let's just get into it I'll give you a little bit of spoiler free just in case and then we'll maybe dive into some some other spoilers uh, but I feel like I feel fulfilled i feel really good i feel really good after seeing that movie um i was definitely like i said before uh in my earlier recording i was definitely a little nervous uh going into this day and and into this movie and just not knowing what to expect with this film because of all the bad uh, reviews that are out there just review bombing this movie for some reason and uh I said it to Nimes, Actually, I spent the entire day with Neems, uh, uh, the at Jurassic Your World uh, account holder host over there, Neems, uh, movie poster guy. So we had a great day together, hanging out. We got some pizza. Uh, we saw the Q&A together. We hung out for a while. And uh, and I was saying it to Nimes after the movie uh, about these reviews and about like how I was watching the movie and accepting it. Every moment throughout this movie, I was like, okay, I'm st- still good, still feeling good about this, still feeling good about this, the movie continued on, still feeling good about this, and it ended, I'm like, feeling great, what are they talking about, I don't understand, Uh, now, I will say that I haven't, like, gone deep into the reviews, so I'll have to, you know, see what people really, really thought about it, because I haven't actually read full reviews, I've just basically seen tweets that are really disparaging, and of course, obviously the Rotten Tomatoes scores and stuff. But enough of that, because I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, I uh, I wasn't too worried that we had seen too much in the trailers. I knew we saw a lot, but I knew that there was still a lot left to come, and I think that proved true. Uh, so that was really cool. I I uh, I loved every second of this movie, and maybe this is just reactionary to a first screening, but. I really had such a great time with this. It was extremely fast-paced. Things were happening literally one thing after another, but I I actually really loved that pace. Um, You know, the the fact that we get introduced to all these characters, we get all these things that were, um, you know, all the the story and plot that we're getting introduced to, uh, and it all happened so fast, and then the movie is basically just dinosaur encounter after dinosaur encounter, Uh, with the actual plot underneath. And I thought that was fantastic. I thought that was the perfect way to do it. And, um, yeah, you know, sure, there's, like, there's things, if you've listened to the show, uh, you know, if this is your first time, welcome. But if you've listened to the show before, I've, of course, I've outlined things that I wish I, want or that I wanted to see in this movie. Uh, You know, I had the whole flashback sequence and, and, and stuff like that. I had, um, uh, a lot of thoughts and feelings on ties and how things, not like neckties, but like theories and, and how all of the story ties together. Um, so, you know, some things did happen, some things did happen, didn't happen. Um, but I, overall I can't, I cannot critique the movie based off of things that, I wanted to see, you know, uh, that's not really how reviewing works, and that's not how it goes. Uh, but whatever, whatever I saw on the screen, everything that I saw, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the heck out of that. That was so much fun, uh, man. Whew, I'm like, I'm out of breath just thinking about this movie. Like, seeing our old favorite characters, having the new characters, uh, and I say new characters, and when I say that, I mean. Uh, Bryce, you know, Chris and, and Maisie they're, they're not new anymore They've been around for three movies, two movies for Maisie um, Seeing them really, really adapted very well this time around I felt like their story was, was legit And uh, I, I felt like they were real people and real characters And I, I really love that um, Not that I didn't before But I just felt like it really meshed well this time Um, Seeing the old characters just do their thing was just amazing. Uh, And Jeff was just off the wall. Like, maybe even more so than ever before. Uh, Not even a maybe. Absolutely more so than ever before. But I loved it. Um, And uh, the newcomers, and I say the new cast for sure this time. You know, Dewanda Wise, uh, uh, Mamadou Achi. they, They were fantastic. Dewanda was just perfect. I I loved her in this movie. She was fantastic. And and Mamadou was amazing as well. I I love this cast. Uh, Dodgson, Dr. Wu, everybody was really, really great in this movie. Um, The score, so the score, uh, it was definitely different and new. Very different tones, very different instrumentations. Um, One thing I noticed was that they, it sounded like, you know... On, on, and let me preface it by saying this. I'm, like, stuttering all over the place. But let me preface it by saying the um, the first time I see an, a movie, the score sometimes goes, like, unnoticed in a way or or, or just, like, um, you know, not something that I really notice right away. It usually takes, like, two or three before I, I start picking up on a lot of the features of the score. Um... I was actually picking them all up, like, right away, it felt like. And one thing I noticed was that it sounded like they kept they kept referring to the Jurassic Park theme. And I know, like, a lot of people over the past, you know, seven years have been, like, disappointed. And, and uh, you know, the, the critics on Twitter or whatever websites out there are like, how could you have a Jurassic movie and not utilize the score from the other movies? And I'm like, all right, enough of that. And Michael Giacchino's like, all right, is that what you really want? I'm going to do it. And he did it. Um, and it sounded great. It did sound great. Um, but I'm always looking forward to the new stuff as well. And uh, that's, it. unfortunately, the new stuff was the stuff that I was like, I really got to dive into that. I was listening to the score on the way home on the train for a little bit, and there were some really cool cues in there. Um, so yeah, I definitely got to dive into that a lot more, a lot thorough, uh, more thoroughly. Um, What else can I talk about? Uh, Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I just loved it. I loved it so much. Um, So maybe we should dive into a few spoilers here before we move on. All right, so this is your spoiler warning. You have been warned. We are going to dive into full spoilers here. Uh, Again, I have no notes. I'm just on the road right now just thinking about this movie, uh, giving you my first takes here. Got it on cruise control. We're doing this. Um, But uh, we're going to dive into full spoilers here, and I might mention some theories and things here and there. Who knows? I have literally no clue what I'm about to say next outside of Full spoilers. Back out now if you don't want to hear anything about this movie. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, let's start... Where should we start? Let's start with... um, Let's start with, like, Ellie and Grant. Uh, That's a good place to start, I feel like. Uh, We had a wonderful introduction to these characters. I love that the movie referred to the history and the past of these characters and you know somebody like ellie you know they they mentioned like oh how are your kids and oh they're doing great they're so old now whatever how's mark um you know we're not together anymore and i I think this was a scene that was released early i didn't end up watching it because i knew what was coming in the scene and i didn't want to hear it i just didn't want to hear it actually happen um so i wanted to wait for the theater and, and man it was it really paid off uh, in the theater. And, um, you know, I've said it for a while that I didn't really want them to just split them up, but seeing it happen in person and stuff, it, it felt natural enough and it felt like it was earned. So I was like, you know what, this really is what I always wanted for these characters. So I'm going with it. Let's go with it. Um, poor Mark. Sorry, Mark. I don't know what happened between you guys, but, uh, you know, I do feel bad that Mark got cut from the story here. <laughs> Sympathy for Mark Degler. I don't know why. Um, so I love that, that uh, element of it. And uh, to see them awkwardly interact throughout this movie and just like not really sure where they stood, you know, between the two of them, watching them tiptoe around each other. Um, I've really loved all their dynamics and them doing this whole sneaky espionage story, which I thought was fantastic. I loved seeing these characters that I know from, from, like, all of these dinosaur situations be put into basically a little spy thriller. And I thought that was really cool. And the fact that they come together at the end there and, and kiss finally once and for all, it was, you know, it was great to see. Um, let's go to Owen and Claire for a little bit here. So, hey, look, Owen didn't die. He did not die in this movie, so... Uh, I, I wasn't like, I wasn't truly expecting it to happen, but you know, in my mind, if I'm thinking about a, a, a way for this character to go out and conclude this story, that's what I was thinking, but my theory really hinged on Blue being a part of things, um, And uh, Blue really wasn't a part of things. Uh, That was very surprising, to be honest. Uh, But back to Owen and Claire, I I thought they were really great. Seeing them interact as parents uh, was really important. And I think it's interesting. And I'm I'm interested to analyze this a little bit further, you know, going from that plot line in the the first movie, which I know people complained about, uh, you know, showing that... You know, or trying to, to make only, uh, Claire into this mother motherly figure and stuff like that. And, and she has gotten to that point, um, whether she wanted to or not, I don't know. But she's, she seemed to have fully accepted it at this point and definitely loves Maisie. Um, so I just really, I did really enjoy seeing them together. Um, and I, I felt like they were real, natural people. I loved how they interacted with each other. It felt so real. It felt earned. Like they, they I felt like they deserved everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and Maisie, we got a lot of story for Maisie, which is something that, like, definitely gonna take a few viewings to fully take all of that in, but, like, the fact that Maisie is somebody who lived through so much, who was literally, like, there nearly this whole time in the background, uh, before, you know, before the events of the movies, um. In, in the new trilogy and and was there during the events of the other one? It, it's crazy. Uh, well, not necessarily before. There, that was still kind of before. Um, you know this this girl who grew up on the island basically, and and uh, you know was always there, and and then was on Sorna. Like th- the fact that we saw like a park gate picture, it, that was that was crazy. Like. I know we saw this book back in Fallen Kingdom, but like we only saw like maybe one or two pages. But then to flip those pages a few more and all the secrets are revealed is just wild, you know, like Maisie with the park gates, uh, excuse me, I'm yawning because it's one thirty in the morning. Um and uh, you know, to see that uh I think it's I forget what the school was, was it was it NYU maybe or something like that? Um You know, this girl continued on throughout life, became a scientist, Uh, like I said, worked on Isla Sorna or or was like a kid studying. I don't really understand what was going on there because she was still like a teenager Um, and Dr. Wu was there, you know, in the background, just his voice. Um, But uh, the fact that she just had a a condition, uh, like a a disease, I guess, I, I forget exactly what it was, but the fact that like, it was mind-blowing that, like, it wasn't really what we thought it was, you know? There was always a little bit of doubt, I feel like, in our conversations about Maisie and where she came from. And we all just kind of assumed it was Dr. Wu, but never really never really had a firm stance. I, I don't think I ever really had a firm stance on on it being Wu. I thought, well, Wu's probably the, the only option here. But the the other the other option was Maisie herself, Charlotte, Charlotte Lockwood, um. Which is like, did we have that? Like, if that name feels so familiar, did we have that before? I'm so confused. I gotta like figure this out. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm flustered. Um, but that was just crazy that you know she created Maisie based off of herself to fix or to give herself a full life, which is, it's just, it's mind-blowing. Uh, like, I, I gotta, like, figure that out more and just, like, deep dive into that because it's crazy um, and very, very cool and kind of ties into things a little bit that, like, we've, we've maybe predicted or thought about for the future is, like, skipping ahead, which I know we probably are going to get a lot of, like, uh, Kyla, Kyla, yeah, uh, Kayla, 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 Kayla Watts, I think Kayla Watts, we'll go with Kayla Watts, uh, now, now I'm like, I don't even know, I, I'm, I'm so like, it's 1 in the morning, I'm tired, um, but Kayla, like, well, I'm sure we'll get stories with her, or maybe Ramsey, or whoever, um, and maybe even Owen and Claire and Maisie, who knows, um, but, uh, where was I going with any of this, um, oh, wow, I'm totally lost, Well, I definitely lost my theory. Uh, (laughs) Oh, oh, Maisie. Um, But yeah, the fact that we got introduced to a new actress to play an adult version of Maisie was pretty fantastic. Because, uh, you know, we've been saying, like, why not skip ahead 20, 30, 40 years, whatever the case may be, and see Maisie as an adult going through different experiences. I think that would be perfect. And they kind of set the stage there for something like that to potentially happen. In the future, so that was really cool. Um, and let's talk about the conclusion, you know, because that is how this movie is marketed as a conclusion. And in a way, it's it is like a nice bow. It, it is it is very much like a nice bow for these people, these characters, the story. You know, everything's everything's in the past now. We are truly in a new age. And despite them not really, really focusing on the homeland version of all this and what's going on with all the dinosaurs outside of, hey, we're just capturing them and sending them to Biosyn Valley. Um that was it. That was really all we saw. And then at the end we're like, well, this is how we're living now. Grant's like I, I still have a hard time accepting this, but it's okay, whatever. Um So, outside of just, like, tying this bow and and saying, that this is the way it is now, um, there's still plenty of room for more. There's absolutely still room for more stories. You know, they they tied up, like, we don't ever have to go to Jurassic Park again. You know, if if they never wanted to go back to the islands, we never have to go back to islands, um... We, we don't necessarily have to ever go back to the original characters, and I do think, uh, so, again, okay, sorry, oh my gosh, I'm yawning so much, um, I'm not, like, tired, I'm not falling asleep or anything, but, um, but yeah, back to the characters, uh, we, I really don't think we'll ever go back to the original characters, there's no need, you know, maybe we could go back to, like, other characters, which would be cool, but we don't need to go back to the original trio, um, I think their 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 tables uh, are what their stage is set. Their I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna say tables are turned because that's not really it. But their their story is is complete. I feel like it's it really is. Of course, as much as we'd love to see them again, um, I do think that they could be tied in a nice neat bow. Um, Maisie Maisie Owen and Claire, there's really no need for them to ever be done. Like they don't need to be done. I don't think. Um, Which I think, like, the story of Maisie being a clone and, and all this stuff and the science and, and, uh, you know, keeping her hidden, that's all done. Like, we don't need to, we don't need to talk about that really anymore. And, and the science of it all is figured out with this, uh, with this locust and, um, it's all good. Like the, everything's good. So the only thing that would ever need to occur again is just other stories uh, with dinosaurs and interactions or something. Um, but we don't necessarily need to go back to them. So, but I do think the world is still ripe for for stories to be told. Um, like we've always said, there's always room for one-off movies featuring different. You know brand new characters or you know maybe some of these new ones that we've met uh and just you know solo isolated stories that don't have anything to do with the jurassic saga um so i think we're we've got plenty of things to tell um what else can we talk about here in spoilers um i'm kind of surprised there there were really no deaths uh from the main characters outside of dodgson um I, i think that was about it right um I guess Rain Delacourt. Um but Dodgson very fulfilling, very satisfying um in the way that that Dodgson went out. And uh man those Dilophosaurs were very terrifying. I loved every moment of them. They were so so cool. Um and uh so Dodgson was an interesting one. He played it a, a very eccentric, smart, um it, it felt a little bit different than the Dodgson that I imagined a little bit. Um but I I kind of figured going into this and everything we've seen as this like Steve Jobs, Tim Cook, you know, Apple headquarters kind of guy, uh, I kind of figured, you know, it would be kind of akin to maybe something that we saw out of uh what was that movie? Uh, the one with Leonardo DiCaprio And, uh, The End of the World Uh, what was that movie called? Whatever it was, it was on Netflix Um, wow, I can't think of the name of that movie But there was, like, a, a uh, Kind of, like, a similar character in that movie Who was, like, very eccentric Um, but, uh I think, um I think this this version of Dyson was a little bit different Than I expected him to be initially But he was fine, I thought he was good Um, he wasn't as like he wasn't as as deadly and villainous as he is. I think in the books, um, but he did he did try to you know mess up the plans a lot and do some nasty things here and there. But um, but yeah, I did love that character. It was interesting that we saw the barbasol can, right? I mean. There's certainly story to tell there um, with, with what happened there because, you know, we know that they retrieved this at some point. And I, I know that there are things out there that maybe point to what happened. Um, but, uh, you know, we might get more of that story in, um, what's it called, in uh, Camp Cretaceous. So I'm definitely excited to see what happens there. Um, hopefully hopefully, whatever happens with the Barbasol can and Cam Cretaceous uh, jives well with what we saw here which was not much we just saw it was like a, a collection piece for him now you know it's like they put this little memory here up on the shelf uh, my, my little toy collection here <laughs> Uh Dodgson with his collection and you know as he's wrapping up and ooh, bumpy there uh, well no not bumpy uh, but the car was bumpy uh, as he was wrapping everything up it was like let me pack this away I got to take this relic with me um, so I'm interested to see what happens there in Camp Cretaceous Speaking of Camp Cretaceous uh, I feel like um, I feel like there kind of was a you know a tie there with the communication and the control which it was very glossed over and really not touched on all that much It was a quick mention um, of the basically the same, as far as I can tell, it was the same mind control technique, right? I mean, that's pretty much what it sounded like. Uh, they implant, implanted these chips or whatever they were into the heads of these dinosaurs and, you know, when they needed to bring them in, which was a very, not a great plan, let's be honest, uh, biosyn, like, why did you not create, like, actual paddocks for them or something like that like every zoo or whatever has like I get, I don't know if every zoo but a lot of places have like paddocks or you know places where they can go inside take cover um so it's interesting that their plan was just to herd these dinosaurs into the central location where like you know employees just walk around all day <laughs> um so I guess that's where they go but um but yeah, they were mind controlled to walk back to, you know, safety. So that was certainly implemented there. So I wonder if that'll, you know, pan out in some way, form or fashion, we'll see. Um, but uh, that was cool to see that it was actually implemented. And it was not implemented in the Atroceraptors, right? There was no mind control on the Atroceraptors. That was a little bit more vague. It was much more like... Uh, the Indoraptor. Uh, there was a little bit of communication there from like Soyono Santos, I believe, about how they were created or something like that. Um, but the, basically the same exact targeting system. It's just, hey, let's shine this laser on him and, uh, and that's your target. Go kill your target. And uh, they didn't. They failed uh, pretty miserably. So, <laughs> uh, but let me say, that malta sequence was amazing just incredible i was just like on the edge of my seat that whole time jaw dropped so much chaos visually it looked stunning like it was stunning watching that entire chase sequence uh all of the fights all the chases all the chaos everything was so wild um I loved every second of that chase sequence and like heart pounding. I, you know, I knew, I figured he would make it onto the plane, Owen, with his motorcycle. I figured that is exactly what would go down. But just watching it all happen, it was so fun, so chaotic. And then seeing that Atrociraptor actually make it onto the plane and then get dumped out by the motorcycle and just <laughs> watching it fall. Oh, watching it free fall from this plane was amazing. I was like, Oh my God, wild, wild stuff. Um, that was just nuts. I feel like i barely talked about the dinosaurs. Like I said, we got a very, uh, uh, minimal amount of screen time for blue, which was pretty amazing. Like pretty, uh, uh, inspired, I guess, by the, the Jurassic world team over there. It's like, you know, this is your money maker. They're constantly selling everything with Blue's image. But we're going to put her in there very minimally, um, which was, you know, a bold choice. Um, and even the T-Rex, it was like very minimal for the T-Rex. So really bold choices to take different directions and go with so many different dinosaurs. Uh, the cat sequence was basically the cat sequence. That's pretty much all we saw, um, which is, you know, sure, I would have liked to see more, but uh, I'm OK with that. I'm OK with that. Um, I would love to see A full Ketz movie You know Throw a few of them Into you know Some setting And just have it Attack people Man that would be so fun Uh, Wow I mean Brutal But fun Um, And uh, What else did we get Therizinosaurus There was uh, So I'll have to go back And listen to that score But at the moment I was like I feel like I was like Catching like John Carpenter vibes Uh, It was reminding me Of like like um, you know Halloween or something like that and uh which you know kind of makes a little sense cuz Michael Myers is a very stabby individual and uh uh you know so is the Therizinosaurus. So I thought that was amazing this thing using its claws taking out a deer or whatever uh trying to track down Claire which was just terrifying. So I it felt like a a Michael Myers situation. Um, very convenient though that it roared at her and then just turned around. Um, but, uh, and then to see the final battle with the, the T-Rex, Giganotosaurus, and Therizinosaurus, I mean, I knew that was going to happen. Um, there's been a lot of, you know, reporting and, and, uh, obviously Lego sets and things based off of this. So, uh, but to see it happen and to be scared during it, I was again, legitimately scared for the T-Rex, uh kind of on one hand I was I was legitimately scared but also I was in the back of my head I'm like there's no way they could actually kill kill her off now because like we've barely even seen her would it would, it wouldn't really be that fulfilling to just kill her off and then like have, barely have a story for her in this movie um but we actually got that grudge match you know from the prologue finally happened here and actually You know played out victoriously for the t-rex and the therizinosaurus and the way that it happened was so brutal it was just like you know the t-rex actually legitimately knocked down and knocked out of the fight for a good while had me scared but it happened so fast that I was like there's no way she's got to come back right um and she did and she just pushed this this giganotosaurus or giganotosaurus as they say throughout the movie um just pushed it straight into the claws of the therizinosaurus, impaling it, and instantly taking it out. Oh, and and must we not forget the fact that it very well looked like the the T Rexes from? I said that very you know slowly, but the T Rexes from the Lost World. I believe that's what we were looking at there at the very end of the movie. Uh, you know. We only saw two. So, are we going with the theory that uh, the one that died in, in Jurassic Park 3 was the baby? Is that what we're going with here? And then the only ones left were the the buck and the doe? And they all coexist together? Like, is that our theory here? Or was it, like, Big Edie and Little Edie? I, I don't... I really don't know what's going on with them, but maybe it was them? I don't... I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I still don't really understand Big Edie and Little Edie, but uh, here we are. Um, but whoever they were, it was beautiful to see the Queen Rexy with other T. Rexes. That was so meaningful and so impactful to see that, and it was very much a, you know reminiscent of the Lost World in that final sequence. You know of the Lost World with John Hammond speaking over things, and just the way that correlated, you know, now you have, I think it was adult Maisie speaking over the sequence. And, um, I feel like, I I don't remember the, the dialogue there fully, but if I feel like it was very like John Hammond-esque, uh, kind of like dialogue where, uh, you know, you hear her talking over all of these shots of dinosaurs naturally living in the wild together with different species. Um, you know, it was like, horses and the Parasaurolophus and it was, uh, geese and Quetzalcoatlus and, and other things or whatever. And it was, uh, T-Rex, all the T-Rexes living together. Oh my God. Um, and, uh, there's probably other stuff. Oh man, this movie was epic. It was epic and everything I really wanted, uh, for the most part, of course there were uh, things not in there. Of course, no flashback sequences. Uh, there was, like, a little bit of videotape on there, which is, like, their their way of doing flashbacks. But, uh, so, you know, I can say, like, I've, I'm, I'm disappointed that we didn't get all of the the flashbacks that we thought maybe would come but again it's just our own theorizing gone wrong so I we have nobody to blame but ourselves for that so you know I can't I can't really say that's a bad thing or anything because we saw one picture of a crate um which seemed to be on Sorna and we went wild with that picture you know that's what we do we're we, we theorize constantly as fans and uh, we went wild with our theories, and uh, they were wrong. We we just got video clips from the past, nineteen eighty six, um, and uh, and then uh, yeah, and then also the the dots being connected. Uh, I've always I've always wanted the dots connected. We did our live streams recently um, over on YouTube, and I just really wanted to hear a thorough explanation as far as. Who has Dr. Wu been working for this whole time? I really want to hear this on screen, in the theaters, you know, within the, the film universe. I really want to hear what's going on. Um, and to, you know, maybe one day we'll really analyze each and every word that is spoken between this the, the movie series and Camp Cretaceous to kind of get the, connect the dots and see like, you know, from, from Hoskins to Mills to Wu to... Dodgson what what's the thread and how does it all connect so a little disappointing we didn't really get that um but outside of that like I tried not to have a ton of hopes and dreams and and theories for this movie I I tried backing off of a lot of them as we got closer to it um you know outside of saying like oh maybe Owen will die I think Owen will die in this You know that didn't happen. So my guesses, a lot of them didn't pan out. But you know, we kind of knew a lot about this movie going in. So, well, I tried not to theorize because I didn't really want to step all over the obvious plot points and things that I I knew about ahead of time. So yeah, but uh, I think my brain is spent. It is one fifty-two in the morning. I've been talking for a while. I'm, I don't know where I am. I, I have no idea. Uh, so I gotta, you know, look at the signs and find out how to get home from now, from here. Uh, I, I gotta be close, I think, I think I am. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate you, uh, joining us on this journey over the past few years, the past four years since Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and theorizing and plotting out this movie from that day onward and just, uh you know coming on this journey and speculating with all of us it's been wild and it's been fun it's been stressful and it's been extra long and uh, I know that weight has felt heavy for a lot myself included um, over the past few months but uh, we finally made it we are out on the other side we are finally in the after and there's a lot to discuss there's certainly a lot to discuss a lot of people to discuss it with and I, uh, I do want everybody's thoughts and feelings so if you could do that and, and give me some thoughts and feelings, please give us a call at 732-825-7763. Let us know what you thought about this movie. I want all of your spoiler takes. So please you know give us the spoilers. Uh, you know, we'll make sure to mark that episode spoiler heavy. And um, and uh, you can also record a voice memo just like I'm doing right now on your phone and email that over to jurassic park pod at gmail.com and we'll take everything that you got and uh, try to keep them at the three minute mark or so that would be great if you could do that um uh, but yes please let us know what you thought about jurassic world dominion i'd love to hear your thoughts uh i'm gonna be trying to record about that fairly soon so uh get those in as soon as possible we'd love to hear what you think About this movie. Uh, That's my first time seeing it, and uh, I felt like I absorbed a lot of that movie. But there's definitely still more to catch. I had so much fun. The Q and A was amazing. The past seven years have been amazing. So thank you so much to everybody out there, and thank you to Colin, Emily, the entire cast and crew uh, for making this movie happen. It felt special. It felt real. It felt like a great journey. I feel satisfied with this. And, uh, you know, here's hoping we got more. Thanks, everybody. Well, there you have it. Those were my tired ramblings as I uh, was driving home from the theater. A quick update for you. It seems like via a tweet, Colin has confirmed the existence of the Doe and the Buck Rex from The Lost World at the end of the movie. So uh, the speculation was accurate there, I guess. Um, But uh, yeah, that was uh, what a ride. What a ride. Um, I cannot wait to see this movie again. Can't wait to talk about it more in full depth. Uh, get some more reviews out there and thoughts and feelings so please stay tuned for more. be sure to visit us over on our website jurassicparkpodcast.com you can find everything over there related to the podcast. please give us a follow over on social media at Jurassic Park pod. I am at Brad Jost on Twitter. Uh, over on Instagram you can find us at Jurassic Park Podcast. subscribe to us over on YouTube where we do all kinds of videos toy hunts, uh, just uh, live streams every Wednesday night uh, theme park stuff ever, literally anything you could want for Jurassic so please go give us a follow over on YouTube we are on Facebook as well or, or TikTok as well so please go follow us over there thank you so much for listening to this episode and going on this journey with us it's been so so much fun we really appreciate each and every one of you so be sure to stay safe out there be kind to each and every person that you come into contact with Always remember that representation matters in life and in the Jurassic franchise. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and as always, enjoy.